Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? It's Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt and Nick Alexander, the co-host of But I Don't Know Though. And I just want to really quickly, before we get into it, tell you about this new product that I just found out about called Magic Mind. And it came up because remember we were talking about how you trying to get off a of coffee, right? Yeah, I've been burning through one, sometimes two, damn, sometimes three coffees a day. Probably, so probably cost kinda, you a lot of money too, huh? Kind of addicted. Yeah, yeah. They know my face in Starbucks. Like, wow. I, well, they, they write my name on the cup before I even come in. Trust me, this is going to save you some money. And what's dope about this is there's no crash after you drink it. You can drink it in the morning when you get up. It helps with productivity, and uh, it tastes great. Better taste refrigerated. I like mine's not refrigerated. I don't like cold like that, but this tastes good warm. And you, you, what, yeah, I you mean, can do it either way. You could throw it on the rocks if that's what you prefer, you know. <laughs> do whatever you feel like doing, whatever makes you feel sexy. Yeah. The best part about this is I have a lot of late nights as a comedian, so, like, I got to get up early, take my son to school, and he's full of energy. I start off with this before I do anything. When I go work out and then I come back, I'm ready for the day, and there's no crash. Yeah. And no stains on my teeth. That's the best part. No stains on the teeth. Okay, no I can neither confirm nor deny that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's magic mind, people, not to be confused with mega mind. No, uh, that's what you've called me before, uh, mega uh, mind. Once or twice, maybe on a BET set. The big head people don't like that. <laughs> they right? don't like that at all. So what we're going to do for you right now is we're going to try some of this, and we'll see how it comes out with the podcast, because this really is going to get us uh, alert, keep us motivated, and keep us moving. All right, y'all, pop the top. Down yeah. the hatch. All right. We didn't do a cheers. Oh, yeah, cheers. Our arms ain't long enough. Ma uh, matcha. Cheers to him. Matcha. Ashwagandha's in here, too. I, I didn't I, think I said that. I ain't going right. to chug this whole shit. Eat. Chug it. You can chug it? Mm-hmm. Actually, it's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. Ah! Oh, sorry. Okay. Burns? Burns? <laughs> you might have did a little cocaine over there. Yeah, man. You just did. That's a matcha shot you right there. Took it rubbed it on your gums first. <laughs> yeah. That may not make the ad, but... Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know, though. This is Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt, and we're here, as you can tell, we got a special guest. Yeah, we got our first studio. guest. First guest. First guest. Yeah. A uh, very good friend of both of ours, mm -hmm. uh, from Queens mm -hmm. originally. Mm -hmm. Haitian. Yeah. That's important. Check mark. Tell about it here. What you say? Sac passe? Naboule. What does that mean, by the way? Yeah, really good question. It's like you saying, what's up? And it's like, hey, what's going on? It's just like the response. Okay. What's gotcha. Word. All right. But well, keep going with that intro. Let me... he's, he's now in LA. He's been in some commercials. You, you may recognize the R&B face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just be messing with Nick for pie, no reason. Pie, huh? Did uh, he have on a V-neck shirt the other night? Was we yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a one today. I this think was it's not on the, the discussed intro, guys. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think it's his thing. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Nick Alexander. That's who this is. Right. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Thanks for having dudes me. wearing V-necks in the winter. Amen. Yeah, he had the chest hair out. And everything. The weather was. The weather has been great in New York. It's not. A, it don't feel like winter to me. So, okay, it is. It is a in my defense. Type of it's pretty nice this uh, for February. We took it as you've been in LA too long. How long have you been in LA? I moved to LA August 2016. That's so crazy. If you count the pandemic. That's like ten years. It didn't seem like that long though. Did nah, it? I remember no. when he was talking about moving. I was like, all the way to come back pretty regularly. So not yeah. at first though. It, like the last. Yeah, you went about two, three years without. Yeah, seeing. And, them. But then, like post pandemic, I started just like I want to come back more. So and then now I'm by coastal. So you know. 
I'm definitely in New York with my guys, man. It's good to see y'all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you wearing Knicks colors mm -hmm. today? Gotta rep the orange, baby. You know. Gotta rep the orange and blue. Orange you're, and blue. You're you do this fan. in LA too? You rep the orange in uh, LA too? Oh yeah, I'm a Knicks fan everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. Not just when I'm here. You gotta rep the orange because it's the only safe color in LA. <laughs> 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 get you some orange. That's fact. Some purple. You got to make it known. Yeah, I am you not can't a part of You can't wear the Yankee fitted not, in certain areas. I'm not going to Cali with this on. Hold on, you can't wear the Yankee fitted? Yeah, they'll get on you about that blue if they see you outside. Oh come on. Yeah, shit you not, man. My boy was telling me he wore a Yankee hat and he was like in Inglewood somewhere he wasn't supposed to be and he had his window down and, you know, them, them Crips saw him driving. I was like, hey, cause, hey cause, you can't wear that blue. And he was just like... <laughs> at least, you know, at least they give him a warning. Hey, yeah, yeah. They give you a warning because they can tell he wasn't from there, so... I can't believe LA got a dress code. That's a bull. Yeah, because LA don't have a lot of... Well, there's a lot of New Yorkers in LA, but like... You know, Yankee fans or whatever ain't gonna be really kicking it in the hood, hood like that. Ugh, so okay. They know when you got that blue because usually they wear Dodgers. Oh, okay. Like if they seen the team on the way to the game, they be, hey, cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're finna whoop y'all today. Make Aaron Judge take his hat off. Right. <laughs> I have to. That's pretty fucked up. You gotta, you gotta get a lot of passes when you in LA, it's, depending it's on where you at. Something about grown ass men having a favorite color that really bothers me. Uh, yeah, I could I could see that. That don't make no sense. You grown. Wait, and hanging out with a bunch of other grown ass men wearing the same color. It's like y'all could be a gang or an R and B group. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Yeah, I, I don't um I don't get into the color thing too much. I'm pretty simple most of the time. I'm black, just black or blue. That's usually okay. my colors. Keep, I don't really experiment simple. too much. Yeah, I'm trying to. My mom has always been on me to get wear brighter colors, but I'm like, eh. what? What's some things you actually like liked about LA, or what do you feel like the differences are? Um. LA definitely got me more into exploring my creativity. Okay. Not to say that New York obviously doesn't have that because there's a bunch of talented and dope people who do a bunch of different stuff. But, you know, when I when I was in New York, I was mainly just stand-up, 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 maybe a little acting here and there, yeah. you know, doing some sketches here and there. But it was really just stand-up. But in LA, I really got more into improv. I got more into sketch. Uh, you know, guys just really expand their hustle in the daytime with their creativity. So yeah. I, I think I learned, how to, I definitely learned how to be a better writer being in LA because it's always about like, what projects do you have besides your funny on, yeah, on stage? That always true. So that, that I like that aspect. Um, you know, partying wise, man, LA is never short of partying, man. There's always something to do, like Gotta daytime shit, scene. nighttime shit, after hours shit, you know, depending on if you know who you know. But like, yeah, I go to a lot of spots where there's fun events for sure. Okay. If you can get in, if you're in the right circles, if you I don't do the Hollywood in. shit. Like, yeah. I you got the sad yeah. card, don't you? Yeah, I don't, that don't mean nothing. Nobody cares. So that's you got, at the door. Don't mean shit. You got to really know certain folks to have uh, a good time out because usually you'll deal with the waiting in line and the VIP and the promoter shit and that's a turnoff. I don't really, yeah, I, didn't I like try not way. to do that stuff, but when you're invited to an event or you know the person who you're going to hang out with, yeah. they're usually throwing a pretty good party. It's very rare I go to a party that's like ass. When I was yeah. out there for for the, the Punisher red carpet, I just want to put that out there. If you right, didn't right, know that. right. I yes. was on the Punisher and okay. I did go to season a red two. carpet. So, yeah, that was Episode season. one. Thank you very they much. They wouldn't let me sit on the couch. That's a SAG member couch. <laughs> yeah, you got to be in a union there. to sit on this couch. Right, right. It's union. Non-union. <laughs> so, uh, you get the chair. The but, best part about it was I was with Nick. And he knew everything, like so. I didn't have to worry about where I was going because, mm -hmm. like, it just—it it was a different vibe. We went to that one party, and and I didn't like it that everybody, nobody there, just had a regular job. Like nobody worked at like Starbucks nah. or Staples. Where was that? 
at the, the, there was a party you took me to, like at someone's a house or something, and we walked in, and I was like, oh hey, I'm doing a major, I'm an actor. Oh cool, hi, I'm a screenwriter. Hi, I'm a producer. Hi, I, uh, I'm yeah, a cameraman. Yeah, it's like, something. don't nobody here working radio shack or nah, something. Everybody's like, in, nah, everybody's in the everybody's in the business. Was that the what my home girls in Los Feliz? It might have been. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an actor. There actress. were a lot of people in there too. It just it felt weird to me. Like everybody's in the business. No that's one's dope. just. And that's one thing from like the stand up side. Like I went out there for ABFF. Right, we years. hung that's out. That's right. Come on, name. And, come on, drop uh, it. Is that name dropping? That's a oh, drop. ABF a, comedy competition. Was, Bill Hunt. They, they gotta Google this shit. I said. Yeah, but they, ABFF, is a, a, <laughs> ABFF is a premier festival for for black film, cinema, and and also comedy. That they give a lot of opportunities to comedy. So Phil came out because he was a yeah, finalist. Yeah. One, one of the finalists in a comedy finals, competition. Stand up right. competition. Yeah, just stand up. No sag. No cameras involved. Right. Can y'all tell how jealous I am? No, I you downplaying yourself. I think you should be big enough that you should be. I'm only joking. What was hard is happened during the pandemic, and they had to do it. Virtually, right. it was even yeah, harder. Yeah, He's yeah, still crushing. You know what I'm saying? Different. So, but, uh, come on. Tell us about the yeah. The, the difference, like I had forgotten, I hadn't been out to LA in like ten years for stand up. So I'm going around. I'm on. Uh, is it Sunset where yeah. the Laugh Factory, right? And store, the comedy store are. Yeah. And you forget in New York, every comedy club just about you can just walk in. Mm, yeah. But every comedy club out there has a doorman. Yeah. So it's like yeah, they yeah. like hold up. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? And it's like here, it's good enough to just be like, I'm a comedian. And most people will be like, all right, y'all can kind of just squeeze in, in at the back, back or right. squeeze in at the bar. You know the routine. But out there, it was like, yeah. who do you know? It's regulated. Yeah, yeah for so sure. I felt bad. I had to hit Alonzo Bolden up and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say your name at the door. <laughs> I said his name at the Laugh Factory. And the dude was like, yeah, OK, I know him. Because you know his he's got way, he's a, outside he's a, a on the wall. Yeah. And then he's like, why you didn't just say you open for him, man? Go in. <laughs> Like, like I didn't know that was the, on, the, the clout to use. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it, it, it really had me. Did like, you get up at any of the clubs? Uh, nah, I didn't. Yeah. Everything was just reopening. Got you, got you. Literally, yeah, was I was out there time. the first or second day that LA reopened. Yeah, that was I a like, tough time. I, the only one thing I like about LA is you see a lot of famous people in one place at the same time. That's the difference. You don't see that here in New York. Like, once in a while, you see somebody right. in LA. When I went there, it was just like. I walked into the Laugh Factory and like, there go T.K. Kirkland. I, I, you know, there go this dude. I seen him on Comic Con. Well, that, that dude, I seen him on TV too. It was like wild, man. Don't say famous. Everybody in one place. You're right. I was about to say. Oh right, well, famous no, to no, me. Okay. No, no, I say T.D. Jakes or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. T.K. Kirkland. But he's a he's a black comedy legend for sure. Yeah, y'all don't know who T.K. Y'all know who T.K. Kirkland. If you ask the average white person, who raised you? They wouldn't know who T.K. Kirkland. I was just pointing out you using famous. Yeah, famous. Oh damn. You've got more SAG hours than T.K. It's <laughs> all right. Uh, who raised you? Who no, raised he is a very you? funny comedian. People, yeah. but he was closing out but both of them shows. It was just. Like, I was just expecting a different name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, famous. T D Jakes, you're right. I would have been like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. T K, but T K is, is a is 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 a is is black famous. I'll I mean, say that. Chappelle was out there too, and there so was go. um. There you go. Donnell Rawlings was out there too. Now just not you seeing all these people in, in one, one place like gotcha. that. Now, you don't see that in New York. Everybody's everywhere in New York and L A. One or two might be places. at the stand or something. Yeah, like seller. I'm saying, it's different. Yeah, you don't get that doorman. Hold up, yeah, or you right. even the seller. You can go upstairs, have dinner, whatever. Everybody's right. in the That's room. True. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. Whereas there was more the VIP treatment. Who do you know? Yeah. What the hell? You I, I, I'll here? say this. LA, uh, LA definitely got it on on the girls' side too. Beautiful okay. women. There's never. No, there's no shortage. 
mean, but it's some beautiful women here. There's that beautiful women here, but not like in LA. Not where not where you frequent. For I just the most feel like part. they're scantily clad in LA because it's hot, so it feels like there's more beautiful women. Nah, it, it I just think is, the women in LA are nicer because here they got the long jacket on and it's cold, so they're like keep it moving. I think the women in LA are nicer because there's not as much public transportation, so they're depending on guys for rides home. Oh. Here, they're not as nice because <laughs> I don't need you. I'll just get on the bus or the train. Who cares? I don't care. Well, Interesting they theory. Just hop over a rat either, so they got the <laughs> they got the reason to be nicer. Right. Yes, right. It's hard to be nice out on Canal Street when a damn rat just jumped over your shoe. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you got super like, rats running. No, on. you can't have my number unless you catch that rat. Everything. <laughs> Everything in LA is far. Haircuts are expensive. Haircuts are super expensive. That That's... guy you recommended to me, I was a $40 haircut in 2019. I meant to tell you that. You said, yeah, go to my guy, Charlie. And it cost me like $40. Plus, it had to throw a tip in there. So I'm like, $40 for a baldy? Now, Avery, I hate yeah, to sorry, point out bro. the obvious. I'm glad you said it. I'm over here like, you still paying barbers? <laughs> <laughs> he had a premiere. He had to look good for oh, boy, yeah, no, You had to give him, he, had to, he needed extra up. attention for the, for the, for the premiere. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he gave me a, like a spa kind of thing. Um, but I'm saying, though, $40. I don't have to cut my own hair. I don't I, do yeah. it. I don't go to him anymore. Thing. Yeah, he put a if towel on my face. If it helps, I don't go to him anymore. <laughs> Jalen Rose recently said, Oh, oh my God. God. Let me say, go ahead. Haircuts yeah. should cost a minimum, minimum. of $100. To who? For who? For who paying hundred dollars for? Haircut? Yeah, I didn't make hundred million dollars playing in the NBA. Jalen Rose, sorry. Your haircuts cost Fab Five to the fabulous five. <laughs> like cut, cut it out, Jalen. That's some old stylist nah. bullshit. Yeah. But his haircuts cost hundred because he be putting the beige in it. I mean, if he, yeah, yeah, thirty dollars on a cut, seventy for the spray. He's definitely on the Beijing All Star team. Be who we got? Top five Beijing All Star team. Beijing, okay. Definitely number Jaylen one, Rose. Jalen Rose, Carlos Boozer. Uh, yeah. He started that. He started that. He's the originator. For everybody, Safari. for those of you listening, Safari, go look up the game he played. Was it against the Celtics? And he was on the Lakers. It was a Lakers. Might no, have been the Lakers. He, he was on the Bulls. Bulls, right, right, right. He was on the Bulls. And it was pure and ice. Carlos Boozer, former NBA player. Yeah. He thought he was, this was like at the beginning of Beijing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He thought he was going to play four quarters with a, full, with a, a professional <laughs> basketball. <laughs> right, right. Against the champion Celtics. With a sprayed in. With spray paint on top of it. Nigga, that paint. shit was off by before his first substitution. And during the first <laughs> quarter, his head was full. Of sweat. By about the second quarter, it started running like mascara. Like yeah, you ever man. see a girl with mascara in the rain? After, yeah, yeah. And then fine. by the third quarter, it was just like, hey, man, what the hell did you He was do back to his head? normal look by by, by, <laughs> by second half. And yeah, by the fourth quarter, he's completely just bald. Uh, so shouts out to the legend, so, Carlos. Safari. Cooper. Well, he got the, the line in. Uh, yeah. Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah, Tory Lanez yeah. is, yep. We, we seen him trying to hoop with the, oh, with man. the drop top hair piece. Same thing. Yeah. Would you carry Jamie Foxx? Yes. He yes. didn't get the Beijing, but he got the, he, he fixed the hairline. He gave himself a fitted hairline instead of the one he had on the right, right, right. It was fitted. Everybody <laughs> says Steve Harvey had the oh, yeah. removable piece, too. That's what they, yeah. But that's not Beijing. He went straight DC from Curry. flat top. There yeah. was no decline in his shit. He went straight from flat, flat top, top to ball head, Mr. Potato Head look. Are we including people who oh, did the tattoo or just the Beijing? Because I was gonna say Mr. Commodore had had that on lock. Even oh. Commodore Instagram uh, comedian. I'm about to say you oh, you're yeah, good yeah. for naming people that nobody knows. <laughs> yes, I, I know Mr. Commodore because I do stand up comedy, but he's on IG. He's big. I, I you know it's famous. It, it, it's regional sometimes too. Oh, regional. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, saying you you talking he, like he, the he, audience. He, know he, he has an equity in a certain lane because now it's more like lane famous. Mm. So like. Leonardo DiCaprio is famous around the world, right? Yeah. But Ty is probably city, New York City famous, maybe 
Jersey, Connecticut. But if he was in Omaha, I don't know if he's gonna get recognized in Omaha. I'm not sure. Maybe. But okay. like, you see how I'm doing? Like, the, 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 just the difference. Like, mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, versus right. uh, Drewski, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, or, I, I'm not. Yeah. That wasn't no diss to me. No, it's not a diss. No, you could do. You could do. That. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's a with he's the hilarious. sketches and all that. I'm pointing out him, his ability <laughs> to keep referring to people who nobody knows as hey, famous. But I say, I say culture. He's famous within the culture. <laughs> the culture, culture famous. Thank say you. culture right. earlier. Oh, you know, I'm in there. It's famous people. He got the tattoos. T.K. Kirkland's in there. Culturally, he's culturally famous. Yeah. There we go. There's a enough people who lane famous. This week we had, I don't know. Obviously, y'all don't live under a rock. Y'all on the same social media we on. Right. Uh, have y'all seen the whole like controversy surrounding the big dancing black dude? The one who eat the pancakes? Like 50 and at chicken, a time, the and the uh, whatever the hell else, watermelon today, watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> What's, yeah, I don't. Why people be mad at him? He just he's really hungry and he likes to show he off his skills online. Yeah, but the two don't really go together. Does he dance before he eats or after he eats? Right. Because I'm like, if he dances. All three, all of the above. I really? dance before I eat. Have you all not seen this you dance dude? You eat? When I get hungry and I see a plate of food, I've been waiting. This guy. Ooh. What kind of moves you be pulling off? Yeah. You hey. do, a little, hey. do a little happy dance. Hey. You never see me dance when I eat? I've done it at a diner with no, me. No, yeah. I've never. When I'm happy, I, would, I just. I can you record it next time? So absolutely share, not. Share with the absolutely world? Absolutely not. You don't want to be like Lumberjack? No, absolutely not. So he's getting called a coon, right? Is his culture Yeah, which I don't like calling black people because I feel like we do anybody right. that disagrees with us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't like, like I respect coon. our right to not be a monolith and disagree right. on certain things. But I will say when I see dude dancing <laughs> in front of white people eating chicken and <laughs> oh, 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 it's like, bro, cut it the fuck out. Phil does the best now, but, but here's my thing, and this is always the thing with anything, just yeah. as there are bad comedians. Okay. You almost don't get mad at the person. You get mad at the audience. Because okay. you go, if y'all weren't following him, would this matter? Yeah, you y'all yeah. co-sign or y'all gas him on. Or so people on. have started a petition, which his name is uh, oh, Big Groove. He changed it to mm, Big Groove. After okay. he was, uh, I think, Dancing Gorilla. Yeah, that yeah. everybody when they heard you that. Know, you know what that means, right? That means he's got a marketing manager. manager oh, yeah, he's strategy. definitely, yeah. He's got a brand manager. He's got, all tickets. That, so. he's got a brand manager. He's like, hey, look, we Wait, Avery, have you not seen? I, the, the guy with the rights. With the muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that, that yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I don't know. So so how do, how do you feel about it? I, I, like I don't. Cool. You got to choose one or the other. You can't be eating and dancing at the same time. You, you dancing and he needs to work on a dance. I never thought any of that stuff he was doing. I was like, all right, I guess people like him jiggling like that. I just, it was shorts. It just be random shit. He just pop up on the table and start dancing in the middle of a restaurant while I'm trying to eat my dinner. I, I you know, something about it's unwholesome. I, I want to empower the brother. I think if he could dance and eat, he should be able to do both. <laughs> <laughs> so are you it, saying you're not coordinated enough to no, do both? I'm not. I think a lot of us could have, dance. Have, and have you eat. seen me dropping things? And you know who I am. I'll be tripping. I'll be dropping. You're gonna hold a whole piece of chicken and a watermelon and dance and not spill it on someone. Hey man, look, if homie got the confidence to execute dance moves and eat food at that uh, at that rate. While being filmed on camera, more power to him. No shit, he's not even dancing good. What dance? You ever seen nobody dance in a club like that? I ain't never seen nobody. I gotta, I gotta like see that. another video of him. I just That's... hate that he uh, he looks like somebody shrunk Dwight Howard. <laughs> but when you first see the video, you're like, damn, I, I know it... Dwight Howard ain't in the NBA. No <laughs> Is it, honey? I shrunk Dwight Howard. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's what he looks like. A tiny head and a large body. With the dreads, right? The dreads. Yeah, I can see but that. Yeah, and then there's the other dude that be with him, and he's just bugging his eyes the whole time. Ah, 
that chicken? And it's like, bro, cut it the fuck Let me ask y'all this. If it wasn't but, chicken, would it be a problem? Like, what if it was steak? You can't dance eat steak. Or, or, steak. Pork, I, yeah, or pork. I think, is it I because it's chicken, chicken and watermelon? and watermelon. And pan, well, Don't forget is, the watermelon, which is literally a minstrel ad. Where does pancakes stand in that? Because I've seen him with the, with the pancakes. It's on the line. It's on the spectrum. It, it, but like I said, I think the real problem is not him. It's that, you know, he's got 320K on Instagram. Yeah. Collaborate with Bobby Smurder. And here's the thing we need to get rid of. Here's the thing. <laughs> now he's famous. Bobby Smurder is famous. Yeah. Finally, somebody is <laughs> famous. <laughs> I think that that's the guy thing, right there. I think the thing we need to uh maybe um really visit is like just like sometimes it's okay to hate. I think so. Sometimes it's okay to say I don't like that shit. Now hold on. Would I sign a petition? Mm. No. No. And I think we got more important issues, pops, all sorts of shit, Chinese spy balloons flying above <laughs> that it's like, I don't have time right. to be petitioning against Big Groove, I think people AKA don't... the Dancing Gorilla or whatever the fuck Dancing he's gorilla. calling himself right. this week. I don't think But I don't like it. People don't understand, like, you got to have... I guess it's because he's dancing with things that are easy to hold while dancing. Uh. Well, no, it's like I'm saying it's the historical context. This goes back to minstrel shows. They literally pulled up a black dude, yeah, yeah. watermelon, bugging eyes, yeah, yeah. and his picture from Instagram, eating watermelon, big bugging Stig eyes. Maybe he's trying to, um, you know, like desensitize that stigma. Like maybe he feels like he's a vessel <laughs> no. to, 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 for this world he's that be more open-minded about this kind of context. Of well, should Sarah Silverman, when she wore blackface, was she trying to desensitize that stigma? Damn. Or normalize it. I, I'll ask Sarah next time I see her. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Stop it. Now, sometimes it's bullshit in the historical context. I think of a lot of things. Sometimes it does like, like, okay, we do stand-up comedy. Like, okay, I remember a conversation from like the 90s was like about the Waynes brothers and how some people felt like because mm. they were doing a physical brand of comedy. Right. That that was Cooney. Yes, yes, yes. I'm and to me, I'm like, damn, do we always gotta give into that historical context? Yeah. Or how far does it get before we go, okay, that was 300 years ago. And also, I mean. physical comedy was not just Wayne's in the 90s, it was Jim Carrey, it was Ben Stiller. Right, it and was it never dogs them. They're right. able to Farley. do physical comedy, and Can't nobody goes, oh, that's yeah. cooning. Yeah. So I think there's a fine line sometimes between maybe, I guess, physical uh, humor. I, I, what's the homie's name? Uh, uh, Mini Dwight Howard? What, what's his, what's Minnie his Dwight social Howard. name? Big Groove. Big Groove. Big Groove. Big Groove. I think if you want to have more supporters within the black community, it's time to stop dancing with chicken, watermelon, and pancakes. Mm -hmm. And we got to switch to other foods. We got to get some some ribs. Some, uh, yeah, potatoes. Some, some potatoes. Uh, maybe Corn. Some, maybe some french fries. All right, french fries. You know, uh, Burger. Maybe pineapple. I don't know. We got to yeah. switch up the the, the, the foods on the, on the menu for the, for, the, for the videos. I say he could also switch up the scenarios where he dances. Because you, mm. you ever had to take a really bad shit and come out the bathroom happy dancing? Yeah, maybe you yeah. could be like an ad for Arm and Hammer. You come out, oh, yeah, I just laid it. Down, right, right, but, right. but, Five but pounds okay. Lighter. There you go. So, so, and I mean, it is February. So, yeah. like, nigga, could you wait till March to dance with chicken? March first. Yeah. God right. damn. Can we not? Right. They got on Mary J. Blige. Remember that crispy chicken? King Remember that? They got a hook for that. For Burger King. Come I loved on. it. I love that. You like that? I, I'm a big Burger King fan, so I was with. Well, chicken is delicious. We have to acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah, we can't. Have it. But at the same time, like I said, that historical context will always dog us. So, like I'm saying for, you know, the Wayne's Brothers and shit. That Maybe vegan chicken is the option. Do we ever get to a point where it's like, 
when can a black man do physical comedy and bug his eyes and you not call him a coon? I think we need to change the definition of coon because it got too many lanes right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, people calling what Steve Harvey did with Trump cooning. They calling him what Big Groove did cooning. I mean, well, you know, no, I, I, like I said, I've already denounced. I don't okay, like it's too many time different... a black person does something we don't like, we go cooning. Hey, but listen, this is literally cooning, okay. meaning when you go back historically, you dancing, bugging eyes, and white people going, oh, this is the best oh, show man. ever. I, I, I bug my eyes out on stage. I can be physical. I don't think I've touched Cooning Temple. You don't let the historical context nah, I don't think stop about your, your sense of I, humor. I, I, and that, that, like I said, that's fair. I, I do yeah. believe if Jim Carrey can fucking get on stage and jump around, yeah. and people just be like, oh, this is energetic. You do scenes and talk, talking out of your ass? Like, right. Arnaz J is physical Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a physical yeah, I love It's like, this isn't Cooning or whatever the hell somebody might say it is. But mm. for this guy, for this guy, there is no context. You're literally eating chicken. He's, he's yeah, reenacting, yeah. dancing, dancing. He's yeah. reenacting. And like I said, it's February, <laughs> so you go, brother. Can we just put this shit on hold till March first? Can what, you? What's he reenacting? Not. And obviously, like you're saying, he's got an agent or whatever yeah, now. Yeah, brand he, manager for sure. This is brand manager, and he, this is probably even advertising now for these restaurants. He, he's getting a lot they're, of push from us. They're paying him yeah. to come in yeah. and, dance. and dance. And I think too often for us as black people that, you know, dancing has traditionally been the thing of like the white man's entertainment of. Get on out here and do that dance Come that on. you do. Well, and I mean, going all the way back to, like we said, minstrel shows and then even like um, when you think about, um, what was my man who passed recently? DJ Twitch. Mm, okay. That whatever he, and I mean, with respect to that, that whole situation, because it ended with suicide. So I don't want to like make Oh, Ellen, that. Ellen, the DJ on the Ellen show. On the Ellen show that right. would dance or whatever. And everybody's like, he looks so happy. And it's like, because that's the only thing they'll accept from us. Like if we mm. spoke our mind, you know, you'd be pushed to the fringes like how they ban Farrakhan. Okay. Farrakhan don't dance. Right. But if he did, big groove him, get him in every restaurant, <laughs> give him some fucking advertisement. So you think Farrakhan needs to get on Instagram and get with big groove? DJ Al Sharpton. <laughs> it could be a thing. Well, I'm just saying that like, much like DJ Twist is like, yeah. he, he couldn't say how he felt. Right, 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 right. This right. was the only form y'all would accept him in if, is if he came right. out dancing. I, I can't wait. Where really, he's I, dying inside. I can't. So I'm looking at big groove like, brother, what you really big going groove, big, big, big groove, is, big groove is, is reading books. And, and in the next five years, you're gonna start to see him get his messages out there while well, he's eating pancakes. So and I mean, be on the lookout. We, we had another thing this week, and this is just going along with the theme of historical context. Did y'all see Ben Stein talking about missing Aunt Jemima? Oh, that's the clear eyes guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did catch that. I want to catch that. <laughs> missing Aunt Jemima. Wow. He, he was like, I miss having a big. Rock big black woman on the bottle of syrup. Shit, I miss her too. She shouldn't have lost her spot. <laughs> I agree. So you feel like bringing bring Aunt Jemima back? Like, yeah, I, I don't know like what what, what syrup I'm 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 contributing to. What, now. what they call it? The Pearl Mill Real Veth Pearl Milling Company. Now. Yeah, you can't even say it. You can't even say it. Fuck. Which Pearl Milling sounds like one of Aunt Jemima's friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> church. Pearl Milling was who she visited like every other month. And Absolutely. give kids the little strawberry candies. Yeah. That they sell cookies for. I mean, if I'm keeping it a hundred when. I was younger, between Aunt Jemima, Butterworth, I usually 
ate log cabin syrup, but I, I didn't mind Man Jemima. Like I didn't mind seeing her. In so the you store. saw she was the a friendly face on the syrup, and you went for the log cabin. Log cabin's better. Log cabin that was Uncle Tom's cabin. That was what Uncle you out here doing? Hey man, I was eating better syrup with my pancakes. Why That's you what I was doing. That syrup. No wonder you like Big Groove. <laughs> you over here with the log cabin syrup. Log cabin was better syrup. Nigga. I saw Aunt Jemima. Yes, it was. Personally, I felt like the money was going Hold to. A Go have some log cabin syrup and then get back to me. Viewers, what you think? Between Miss Butterworth, Aunt Jemima, and Log Cabin. Log Cabin. What, that's the poll for this week. Which is the better syrup if you had any of those syrups? But, but being like, real, Miss Butterworth had that thing on her. Yeah, she had. She, she had a kind of curvy in the yeah, back. She had so a what little, you say? She, she had a wagon. It, it turned the bottle so you can see the back. Aunt Jemima had big titties. What you told people? Use this read the ingredients? She had titty I'm syrup. The views reflected on that couch are those of SAG members only. Jemima see, had, I, I never saw Aunt Jemima. was looking at the calories. You can just tell from the cover with the dress. She had some big That's never even been a thought of mine. She was covered up. She was covered up. I have not sexualized. However, Miss Buttersworth, that body was there. You had to grab it every morning. That was the first ass and I you telling me I, I went harassing your condiments? <laughs> you telling me I went too far? I just acknowledged what she had. I, I ain't no physical touches with, with my Sarah. I never thought about Aunt Jemima's bust. Whatever thoughts you have about this, please send it to our podcast space at But I Don't Know Though Pod and, and make sure to tag me. You know why I like Log Cabin Nick. Syrup? Because it just had a cabin on, on the syrup. And then you just knew that shit was good when you but poured I told on your you pancakes. That's Uncle Tom's that cabin. It's gotta be a lot of bad shit happened in cabins. What Friday black the thirteenth happened in the cabin? When well, in raising Canaan, they went to a, can a a cabin and he got out. So you know, positive things are happening when black people go to the cabins. You feel like we we should spend more time in the cabins? I think we need to ex possibly explore. explore that. Thinking of the Young Guns video now. <laughs> <laughs> to have your love. That time right, Dave right. Chappelle was singing the Better love. Right, right. We all know Dave Chappelle looked like real. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, look yeah, just alike. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I always gave him the Bokey Woodbine. They always said Bokey Woodbine is the evil yeah, Dave Chappelle. The three of them. Yeah. The three of them. But yeah, dude said he missed Ain't Jemima. I do miss her seeing her in the store. She should be back you, on the box. Like you I miss her so, too. man. Yeah. The cultural identity, man. We need we need our people in the store, not just Uncle Ben by himself. Well, that's or maybe a new descendant. Maybe like an Ain't Jemima descendant. We need to have somebody new. Somebody new. A new black chick. All right, cousin Jeff. There we go. Like a cousin Kiki Palmer. Like I don't know. Something, but it's just I don't know. It's annoying that they always give us these uh, symbolic victories. Where right. it's like we said, defund the police, and obviously you see uh, whatever happened to the dude in Memphis or whatever a right. couple weeks ago, and it's like they didn't defund the police. They're like, we'll take the black woman off the bottle, and it's like, nigga, we didn't. That didn't we didn't ask <laughs> for that. that. Didn't ask for that. We yeah. asked for real change. Like cool, but uh, yeah, that that was just some some. So are y'all are y'all okay with the white guy saying that he? Misses her. Yeah, he should miss I her. We, we, mom, but she was we, a big grow, we all grew up child. with her. Yeah. And they said she was, you know, a mammy character going all the way back to minstrel shows. And, so. you know, I, I we don't know that. We just know that she she provided very good syrup with the pancakes to her breakfast. Warm I feel like we got to drop some of this historical context and just... Yeah. Character, some, character. Some things are just, it's like, yeah, okay. Because Uncle Ben didn't get kicked off the rice. No. That's a little bit like sagging. You're right, Uncle Ben Ding. He ain't lose his spot. He He's smiling harder than ever. I'm the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the last one. Last Mohican. Uncle yeah. Ben, who we got the dude on the Quaker Oats box? Now we know that's a slave yeah, owner. Yeah, we know that was a slave owner. Slave Definitely. owner. Slave owner. So if we could get him up off the box, so y'all feel like we got to get all the characters basically up off the box. I mean, free everybody or. I wrote a sketch about that called Black Caricatures Matter. Yeah, yeah. I wrote did a you? sketch. Yeah, I did a. Yeah, we wrote a sketch. I submitted that for uh for SNL. Black caricatures. Did you actually film it? We I did. I should have filmed it. We didn't. Like, can people see it? Okay. No, no it's no, just no. a written yeah. version. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, we might have to do something. That, that. Yeah, Before something we forget, what's your social media? Because so everybody knows where they can follow you and oh perfect. Yeah. Uh if you want to follow me, uh my handle is at Nick of Comedy, N-I-C-K-O-F-C-O-M-E-D-Y, Nick of Comedy on every social platform that I think a comedian should have. So that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Nick of Comedy. You type that in, all my stuff comes Porn up. Pornhub, OnlyFans, don't forget. Aye, man, I ain't my career ain't that ain't, ain't that bad yet. I ain't need to go to OnlyFans. Go got OnlyFans. Of it, yeah, I'm yeah. Out there. I'm it, he be having fans. his toes out on his OnlyFans. Nah, actually, the girls will come over and be like, "Oh shit, somebody put something here besides their balls." <laughs> cool. <laughs> Although it did take me like ten days to get approved by OnlyFans. And ten I'm like, days, bro. It's yeah. people on here showing their butthole. You oh. can't get it, literally. Yeah, I ain't ready. And for I'm that. not frowning on that. But any any uh, social platform, non-sexual, that's about entertainment. Nick of comedy, you find me very easily. I'm just Nick saying, Alexander. You gotta sometimes get into the non-traditional. I, I got you. He platform. has one of the best stories. Like when I first met him, they will all tell me the same story about Nick. I gotta bring it up. What man. story? So about your sneakers. Yo, he used to, they said he used oh, to yeah. come to the club all the time with like these busted Trash Kmart sneakers. Conway sneakers. They would cook his ass from the minute he walked in to the minute he left. Jordan Rock was Jordan. the leading uh, leading member of the Kill Nick sneaker club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Followed by Derek Gaines. Yeah, oh. And, uh, oh, yeah, Derek. Uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave Temple. I don't do what Dave Matt Richards a little bit. A lot bit. of roasting from a lot of, yeah, they's right, right. I, I, Black I, comedians I, here in New York. Look look those names up, by the way. Yeah, very, all funny guys. Very funny content. But they 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 hate to see they brothers wear a sneaker. Yeah, I wear, I, I'm not a sneaker guy. I, I'll be honest about okay. that. Like, I just started kind of getting with sneakers, but even the ones I wear, I didn't buy. Like, they were gifted to me. They, bro, they said the way the story goes, that Nick had been coming in and getting cooked for, like, a long time. At least so a year. one day he had some, like, Jordans yes. yeah. that he came I'm in with. very proud of those. He walked in on the table and just put his foot on the table like, yo, boo, <laughs> what's up, fellas? What's up now? And he just let everybody soak it in. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> they was, still cooked him anyway. They still cooked the sneakers. <laughs> they, 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 well, yeah, that's the thing. I forgot um, what kind of Jordans they were. If you ask Jordan, he'll know exactly what sneakers those were. I don't remember what they were. I thought they were nice. They were comfortable. I'm all about comfort. I don't yeah. give a shit about how, this, how good. I don't think they were like the ones that were popular. I think they were like like a Jordan adjacent yeah. brand, and yeah. they they still That's cooked them for it anyway. I still got it. His name is Jordan. So I thought the Jordan Jordan's, the Jordan brand would be good enough. He and Nick and Jordan was like, "Yo, Nick really thought he came in here with something." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I hope really, they weren't team Jordans. Were they? I, mean, it's probably I don't remember. I, don't think oh, I feel so bad. But whenever, but every speak, time. Speaking of Jordan, I mean, unless you live under a rock, you all seen LeBron broke the scoring record. Hey, yeah. he LeBron. Broke Kareem's all-time scoring record. You know, So he's yeah, officially the crazy. all-time I never scorer. thought nobody would break that. I, I know he had a chance. I, I did. Yeah. When they gave him all the chosen one hype and thing out of high school, the thing that you have to remember is it's all about how you, you start and all you, you can imagine to the trajectory. So we knew LeBron going into the league, he was already physically ready for the league, right? Now, the average talent who might have potential to be a superstar, you always say he's got the skill set, mindset, but his body probably needs about three, four years. Yeah. But LeBron came in ready to bang and rookie year, 20 points a game. And then his second year, 27. So it's like he already ahead of the curve because most guys from every era up to the 90s, 2000s, played three, four years in college, but he was 18, well, I think, yeah, 19, so he already had two, three years. thing about LeBron is right. that they handed him the keys to the franchise. Early, yeah, they were. Early. They didn't have to wait. Kobe had to sit the bench two, three for years, a couple yeah. years yeah. before he started. T-Mac. 
that kind of slowed up his PPG. I, this is gonna sound yeah. like hating. It's not. I'm just saying. I still think Kareem is the best because he did all that without shooting a single three pointer. His whole career only took one. I, he only took one three pointer his whole entire career. So but other than that, it was just free throws, baskets. That was and it. obviously, no LeBron right. coming out of high school gave right. him the back then you couldn't do that. I think right. what Spencer Haywood is the first. Out of high school, and he had to go yeah. to like the Supreme Court. Yeah, to get that. yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. So, yeah, there's that. But yeah. then, like you're saying, there's also the three point argument, which, like I'm saying, it was very funny because when he did it, people immediately started arguing LeBron versus Jordan, and it's Again. just like he didn't even pass Jordan. He yeah, passed Jordan, Jordan last year, right, right, right. <laughs> but y'all still arguing about LeBron versus Jordan, Jordan they, as if yeah. Kareem didn't even exist. But I, I think it might be because most of us yeah. started watching NBA early late night. Our generation, right. yeah. so we never really saw Kareem no, play. We didn't. We just, but we, you know he's a bad classic games. Yeah. because they outlawed dunking at UCLA when he was there. Because right. of him, yeah. You got to be a basketball historian to know that most of these kids they not not not, not, not at all. I'm a historian. Like, I read up about basketball in the 60s. I don't know 50s, but pretty much 60s on, the once that black players first start playing, I, I, you know... you Back when Aunt Jemima was a cheerleader. She probably was. Teams. <laughs> probably was. Team pancakes for breakfast. put that on the bottle. But, for a team you never heard of, for the Buffalo Braves. <laughs> but what I... See, now the thing, what you saw about how you were more impressed by how Kareem got most of his buckets from the skyhook yeah. dunks and Two free points. throws. Right, two-pointers. But... I think I would have to say I'm more impressed by all the different ways somebody can score. So having a three ball, having a mid-range, off the dribble, post up, fast break, like he got his points all kinds of ways, but also it's the position he played. Mm -hmm. Kareem is a center. Centers weren't really empowered to do the things that they can do now. Well, there was no three-point line. And there was no three-point oh, no three line until 1980. So there is advantages and disadvantages to the record, but granted, it's still a great record because he put up 38,000 points over 40 years. 40 years. It was up, how many, 40 years? About 40 right? years 40 he had years, the record. Nobody yeah. broke it. 40 years. Yeah. So With three-pointers like, and everything. Right you, right. you started off talking about sneakers, and I think that's why the conversation always reverts back to Jordan. LeBron versus Jordan. Because of Jordan's commercial impact. Because of the shoe. Oh that it's, it's almost unfair that big men never have had a proper sneaker. Yeah, who's Who, the, who's the best big man? Shaq sneaker? had the best. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq had those hypnotized. say that like he was wasn't in the Walmart too. Yeah, he, yeah. Shaq, nobody was talking about bagging those up Shaqs. Those were the sneakers Nick was getting clowned for wearing. What about the Ewings? You had, you never had the Ewings? I ain't have Ewings. You, you know what? Ewings? I, I only recently have ever seen the Ewings because I live in New York. No one outside of New York wore those. I thought KGs had were, were cool. KG, but had, those were pretty dope. The Ewings, the KG KGs, ones, big ticket ones. The were, were Nikes or the M ones. I don't really Whatever remember. he had, whoever he was with in 2000, 2001. That was KG's I think sneaker those were the Nikes. The, those were the Nikes. Maybe the I remember what they looked the like. Yeah. KG it's always probably, like kind of a three-way tie. It's hard of a big You think Women Yama might have uh, a good sneaker? Here we line? go. The, the next, the, the, <laughs> nah, he's he, the next big guy. African. No, ain't no I'm, African I'm, getting I'm, no proper sneaker. I'm going to ask you a harder question. What is a white, a white player with a dope sneaker line? The birds, no? Converse, but Converse. We, we talking in the modern era. Modern era, no white guy. Luca doesn't have a even Luca doesn't have a Luka shoe. Luca doesn't have a if Luca ain't got a shoe, then there's no hope. For That's white why guy. even when you said the KGs, I'm like, were these his shoe or just he wore them? He, well, well, see, I think KG was signed, but I don't think he got right. I think he had it KGs, wasn't an like a KG two, a KG three. He doesn't get official shoes yeah, until he, the uh the and ones and ones. Don't forget the spree whales. <clears throat> 
Although that nigga put a rim on a shoe. That's why I couldn't find a rim. But the first edition Spree Wells, and I feel like the um the and one Tai Chi's are kind of his. His and Vince Carter's. Did Dwight ever have sneakers? Dwight Howard? No. Did he get DS twelves? Nah. See, it's hard. Get them now as a dancer. It's 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 the commercial component, and it's also because Jordan and LeBron as wings are more exciting along with the greatness. It's a package of why they and always consider the Kareem and Russell and Wilt because it's the it's the package of being an exciting player as long as a, as well as a great player. What would have helped LeBron I think is if he would have been in a dunk contest cuz I think that's how Jordan yeah. got his Marketing. that's how we got the nickname Air cuz yeah. he looked like he was floating in it. Right. When the NBA banned his sneaker that was it. Everybody bought that sneaker right. when the NBA that's banned true. it. The hype train around. Well, it. you forget but, timing with with but uh, I think LeBron was such a great sports. in-game dunker too, though that it, he he we all wish he would have did a dunk contest, but his legacy ain't, ain't well, it's a little, but little, it's a little knockoff because he didn't do at least one. But it ain't like we ain't got it's like, like thousands of dunks to look at from him. MJ was like like Thanos with the with the um endorsements, yeah. right? Like Nike popped off at that time, which they're working on a movie now about, yeah, about to come yeah. out signing him. Yeah. And who said that? Oh, Magic the other day said, like, damn, I wish I'd have took that money from Nike. Yeah. And, oh, he lost a lot of billion dollars. They, they offered him stocks and a bunch of stuff. And I read he about was that. like, I didn't know shit about no stocks. He so just took the guaranteed money. Took the converse. His agent, bad, bad so, agent yeah, advice. MJ had Nike, then Gatorade. Gatorade. Then yeah. he does McDonald's. BVD, ESPN. It's, 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 it's era, too. He came, he ESPN came into that. ESPN came out around that time. They, and the sports highlights started being in there. Yeah. Whereas... You know, Kareem, you had to read about him. <laughs> yeah. Reading yeah. about shit. And, and always, watch the game of the week. You had to see him in black yeah. and white pictures. That's how we found out about Kareem. Yeah, man. No, nah, so it, it, it that plays a part. But I think, yeah, LeBron, and LeBron probably has another good two, three years he could play, two, three, four years. So he could probably get to 40,000. And I don't think yeah, anybody's yeah. going to touch it's the record after that. probably going to be untouchable. Maybe one by now, another 40 years, somebody will be sitting on a wheel. But we was, we was talking about sneakers off the top of your head. Rank the sneakers like top five. Big men or, or just we double big men? Just your just favorite anybody. five? Okay. Top five. Jordan's. Obviously, we know Jordan's one. You don't even got to put that. Off but fights. what about I'm the pennies? It. The Jason Kids was nice. J Kids, the glove was was different. The glove had some joints. Barclays. Oh, Barclays. yeah. Oh, yeah. Penny. Air Barclays. Max 95. Yeah, yeah, Air Max 95. Yeah, yeah. Barclays had a good line for a couple years. Don't forget the Iversons. Iversons, the Reebok, Jada Kids era. Um, damn, who else? Um, I think I'd go second, I'd go with the pennies. The KDs are great. KDs, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Kobe, they're good. Kobe's with Nike. I was a little older when those the, came the out. The Kobe though. Hirachis with Nike. Kobe Hirachis are cool, but it, a, but but it was a remix to a shoe. Gotcha. The only thing right. I officially this, call the Kobe's is the damn. Adidas, did we like a, Did we like Adidas Kobe that looked like vacuum? The Crazy Eights. I was okay with the, the Crazy Eights. Were, were serious. I liked. Uh, this is a deep cut. The first thing Vince Carter ever had was the those Pumas, mm. and then he switched to the, um, yeah, the Nikes. Nike. With the, those Pumas were remember fire. the funny the story, shots. but yeah. remember he did not play in those. He no, said he they didn't. hurt his feet, mm. and then Puma was like, "Nigga, you can't do that. You <laughs> signed the contract. You got it." <laughs> and then hey, Nike was like, we "Don't worry you. about it. We'll pay to get him up out." T Max were cool, no? He won the he won the dunk. Con no, no. Vince won the dunk contest in and ones, right? And one, okay. and ones, I yeah. yeah and ones. I had, had these guys for a minute, man. They just could. You watch that doc and one documentary? That's yeah, yeah. Sidetrack. Yeah. It was good. dope. It was good. So okay, so you say you want top five? So obviously Jordan's number one. So what are the four best ones? Yeah. 
All right, go ahead. Just go go first, and I'll go. I'll All pick right. mine. And, yeah. All right, so I'll say Jordan. I'll say Allen Iverson sneaker. I like the Converse when they came out again with the second edition of those um those basketball shoes. Okay. Oh, this nigga here, Converse. The Converse sneakers. <laughs> no, it came out in like That's what my 2000s. daddy would have said. That's all. No, bro, in 2000s, it was a Converse 2.0, and everybody was wearing those for a while. I don't remember that one. You don't remember the Converse oh, 2.0? I, I didn't see I that, that commercial. They didn't get good advertising then. hours. Yeah. <laughs> don't know nothing about sneakers. And then um, I like the question and the answer. Ah, okay. They, 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 both of them the were question like, and the answer. Both of those were were dope. Stories. All right. So for Rebound. me, I think, like I said, I probably haven't even owned any of these. I've had a couple of Jordans, but none of them to brag about. Obviously, Jordan's number one. I say visually, I remember loving the AI Reeboks. Those were those were those two thousands Iversons. He definitely had the game on a chokehold. Uh, I would say Vince's Nike sneakers. Early on, oh the boings, the springs, the spring okay, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we'll see. Those are good. Had with, with the good commercial campaign, I would say definitely KD sneakers have been pretty good. The kids like, yeah, them. and I think um, it's one letter away. One letter. Trying to think. Uh, I say the, the 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 Kobe's. I like I like Kobe's oh, line. The, Kobe's the Nike era. Crazy eights or the whatever the Nike era. The Kobe's Nike. Was. Okay, the Hirachi. Yeah. Hirachi. Mix the Hirachi. Yeah. Yeah. Mamba. Mamba's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would start with the pennies. Don't forget the pennies were great. Now, yeah, in the nineties, pennies. The pennies first, yeah, that was a little before me. And you got to remember the phone posits is kind of his. Mm. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's that's a crazy shoe. Okay. Chris Rock penny. Those are the Chris Rock. Penny ones? With the yeah. little penny advertisement. Come on, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Oh, it was good. Then I would go with the Iverson joints. Yeah, you got to give AI. He had, it. he had it for a minute. Uh, and they had them in all sorts of colors. Mm -hmm. Come on, early 2000s. We was rocking them. The Thai cheese, I feel like, don't get the credit. They they making a slight comeback. Yeah. You, like the Ky you like the Kyrie's? <laughs> all of those are a variation of the KDs. The um, Kyrie's, okay. the PG's, the uh, Paul George's. Has, they're all like a variation of. Yeah, yeah so you always have to, have to go further right, back because right, those right. are. So, yeah, I, I can't really fuck with them. And Kyrie don't even fuck with them. He <laughs> takes a marker now and marks right. freedom <laughs> across them. And it's like, you, you're still wearing Nikes. Relax. Yeah. Kind of a half a protest, but whatever. Anyway, where was <laughs> half a protest? Oh, the pennies, the Iversons. Yeah, you said I think the uh, the crazy eights was dope. Yeah, I yeah. Think those don't get enough credit. The Adidas crazy eights, they made a comeback. Um, yeah, they did. And the Jason kids, people forget that. Yeah. What, 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 what team was kid was when those were? were that was the uh, Phoenix kids. The uh, Phoenix kids. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. So I would go with those. Honorable mention: the Air Up Tempos with the big Nike on the side of the sneaker. Um, and I big think the, Air. The second LeBrons I had were pretty. LeBrons dope. had some good ones. The second yeah. year LeBron. Yeah, let's, let's, let's show LeBron with some the love. Strap. I had those blue and gray. Uh -huh. okay. I mean, cooking the, up on the, the court. The thing about LeBron's shoe always has been that they're always really clunky. Okay. So they don't go well off court. Ah, uh, that's so you can't really wear them out. Gotta have a little cool look off court. Yeah. Where some shits look like, unless you about to go play right now, take them shits take them off. Take them off, yeah. They look like you finna dunk <laughs> you right now. You wear those in the club, like, who? Yeah. Why? Why? Bad Why? Spreewell put a goddamn rim on a sneaker. Happy Black History <laughs> Month, y'all. That's you know what? Nigger shit. Like if Big Groove wore those and <laughs> danced to Eight Chicken, I would sign the protest. Right, you <laughs> Get him out of here. You signing the, uh, the, 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 yeah, the GoFund? You know what upset me most about Black History Month? We had a white dude win a dunk contest, man. I don't even talk was about it. He was better that. than all the black people. He was. I, fair enough. He yeah, was. He earned but it. Still. But he wasn't in the NBA. And I did. Philly, Philly signed him for a 10 day. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Philly signed him for a 10 day. Even KD, there's an interview with KD, and he's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And it's like, that's white privilege. Like, Steve Nash admitted that he got his job when he oh, coached the, the Nets okay, first, yeah. before he ever yeah, worked never, a day. He yeah. was like, 
white privilege. That's why I got this job. And you got us also how you got two MVPs, but we'll oh, talk God. about that All later. Right. We're... You got more MVPs than Kobe I, and Shaq. I, I think like, he had deserved them both years. I always argue. I he deserved one. one of them. He deserved them, one of them. I won't give it to you. I, here, here we go. Let's, you want to do, do this right now? Let's do it. Yeah, do. The first year, right? Completely transformed Phoenix. Phoenix went from 20 games to 60 right. games. That's right. He averaged about 15 and 11, so a double-double. Granted, Talk about point it. guards weren't empowered to score like they do now. Even though right. he probably could have averaged 20, you can't hold them as a prisoner to what that league was at the time. Mm -hmm. So Phoenix changed the game, league changed, and they won 60, they were number one seed, 15 and 11. Right. Uh, and, he, and, he, and he made guys better. Like, mm -hmm. you saw the impact, right? We ain't got much time left. So oh. the, the second season, the second season, right, okay. 05, 06, he loses an all-star for the whole year, Amari Microfracture. So you already yeah. had down one of your three best guys. True. Okay. Phoenix still won 50-plus games. They were a third or fourth seed, and he, I think he averaged like 18 and 11 again. But all I'm saying is you having more MVPs than Kobe and Shaq. Hold on. And I know it, it's, not a, it's not a postseason award. It's a regular season it award. Is. When they got three fucking championships, what Kobe finished with, what, five? Shaq finished with four championships, and you having none but two fucking MVPs? Hey, man. Cut it the fuck The out, first bro. year? Listen, if if he admitted on day one of the Brooklyn Nets job, I got this job because of white privilege. That's out his own mouth. Y'all can find the clip. I'm not making that up. But they ain't going to do then his seasons, though. got to know he got that award. No. In the same way that Jokic just got One of them awards I'll give, but yeah, you're right about Jason the other Kidd, one. Hold on, hold on, on hold on. You talking about the Suns and what he did. Jason Kidd went, took them from worst to first, the Nets, he and did. took them to the damn finals twice. He did. I put that over Duncan's, but the, but Tim Duncan had dominant stats, 23, 13. No, 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 no. Three blocks But, I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying and is not, not about games. Duncan. I'm talking about Steve Nash, that you got to go. If he got two of them, Kidd couldn't get one. I, I agree. I think he has I would have picked Kid over Duncan. Kobe and Shaq. I would have picked Kid over Duncan for 0102 and 0203. But uh they gave it to Duncan for having dominant stats as well as those records. Look, the Kobe season where he averaged all I'm saying is Lakers were a seventh seed. You don't you, you don't get rewarded for being above 500 like that. Historically, you don't mean more season. to the game than Kobe and Shaq. His and when they got Five and four championships, but twenty-two and ten. And you don't have none. What y'all think? I don't. I, I don't. What y'all? I don't think? look at the tie. It's a regular season award. Okay, what y'all think? We, man? Let we us gotta. Know. We gotta right. get through this. Right, go ahead. Uh, Let us right. know what y'all think. At but I don't know though. Pod on Instagram. What do, what do you think about this discussion right here? Did Steve Nash deserve both MVPs? Who do you think should have won it? Now, Nick, we also do advice Got on some this advice. show. Okay. But we have to let everybody know that we are not advice experts. We didn't take no certification course with Tian. We, we not have nothing hanging on the walls up here. All right. Whatever advice we give you, if it works, great. If not, that's on you. All right. How much time do we got? Yeah. So we got 10. All right, cool. So we can ask this question. We have, you know, we take questions off of dig.com. Thank you so much for supplying these questions. Okay. Uh, First question here is, how can I get the people I manage at work to invite me to social gatherings? I manage a small, tight-knit team. The people I've hired in the last two years socialize together quite a bit, which is great. Uh, the downside is they don't invite me or the other managers. The junior members will hang out together and not invite the managers. The disappointing part of this is that this team has historically been very close and, we hoped, didn't feel hierarchical. As we hire more people, I would prefer that the environment feel inclusive. It's a little awkward when five people spent their weekend together and are talking about it and the remaining three weren't invited. Recently, <laughs> this is funny. Recently at a team dinner, one of them said to someone outside of the department that everyone went to an event together. 
The person asked me if I had gone and I said I hadn't been invited. My team member said I wouldn't have gone anyway. Uh, the managers do have babies or life responsibilities that keep us from socializing together after hours. We also have more friends outside of work than most of the junior members, so the likelihood of us participating is low, but we still would like to be asked and feel a little hurt to be left out while recognizing that the team should feel free to hang out without being obligated to ask us to come. I guess they don't want their managers to come along, and that's tricky for us because we really encourage a flat culture, and it's put a small us-versus-them vibe into the team. Not exactly sure the best way to handle this or if there's anything to handle at all. Phil? I mean, we just were speaking about hoops, so I'll keep it there. The All-Star game happens. I mean, <laughs> you don't think a lot of the players that don't that aren't All-Stars, they don't even come. All right. yeah. They just go ahead and take their, their vacation, vacation mm -hmm. and be like, all right, we off work for a couple of days. I when I used to work in corporate America, it was like that was a rule, actually. No mm. fraternizing with the common yeah, folks, basically. Right. So I don't see what the big deal here is. It's like, really, when you partying or when you um off work or off the clock and yeah. you uh get together, all you're doing is talking about how much you hate the managers anyway. So you would yeah. fuck the whole vibe up if you were there. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? Uh Okay, now if they're really serious about wanting to go and get invited, like I, I, it, it, at the end, it's hard to They just want to be invited just so they can say no anyway. Yeah. But if they're serious about wanting to really spend time with these people because they feel left out, you should throw an event and invite them. Hmm. You you host something or throw y'all. And then you show event. your per, you, yeah. you show your personality and you show that hey, I can be cool or whatever like that. You chasing the party is never good. Making them come to you is how I would go about it. So if you really want them, the guys to hang out with you and see that you guys are cool, whatever like that. You and the managers throw something and, and have them come, invite them out, and make it a fun activity or whatever so they can feel like it's not, like, obligated or, you know, they're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to be weeded out here. It's, yeah. just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool, fun thing that we're all doing just to kind of yeah, kick don't it. Get and then they can see how who you are uh, off the clock that uh, way. But, I, so you should host the thing. I, I think but they also, right. like you're saying, of, like, it felt like they wanted to be invited just to say I'm not coming anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because there's every thing like they're saying and when I was working corporate yeah it was like we were all in our 20s right. and they're at 40 with right. kids and kids and different stuff. Yeah, nobody wants mortgage. to party with the manager I just I don't think I want to be at off work and then see manager there feeling like tight oh, he see me drinking one too many of these he yeah, won't say something nah, if it. I was like, working if I was a rapper hmm. at Rockefeller I want to hang out with Jay <laughs> hmm. You want to hang out with the boss. He's also a rapper. You want to hang out with the boss. But he's also a rapper. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a little tricky. A little all right, all right. But Dave, we want to hang out with Dan from accounting. I don't. Okay. You, and like I'll I said, see you Monday, Dan. Gets fuck you up at parties. You yeah. over there doing math. Hold on now. Right, right. What my property tax? The only way I go party with the company is if they're paying for it. Like, all right, party. Mm. Company paying for it? I'll be right there. No problem. Okay. Right. Okay. But like I'm saying, it's like... Like a ski, a company ski trip yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like, it's you like know. party with your manager. It's like going to party with your parents. part of us. Like, we would go both. And shit. He was part of that was us being like, fuck the store manager. Like, yeah. so if the store manager came, that's fucking the vibe. Yeah, and you gotta be yeah. fake. You don't feel comfortable. You right. gotta tuck your shirt in your I, pants. I think you gotta take the chance of hosting something and then seeing if you're capable of bonding with them. I other think than you that, gotta be yeah. okay with. And I, it's funny, we was having this conversation, I think, the other day in the green room at Gotham Comedy Club. And <laughs> somebody, because one comedian kept letting people fake him out. He's like, oh, well, you know, the younger comedians, they keep talking about being here or being there. And I'm like, motherfucker, you a general in the army now. Like, appreciate your position. 
those are foot soldiers. You want to be where the foot soldier is? Yeah. Like, if you're where they are all the time, then there's a problem. Yeah. Like, you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. Just like how y'all SAG members are sitting here talking. To a non-sag member. Yeah, would you like another Y'all dose of really our magic mind? Our wonderful sponsor. All, all I see, all I see is a comedian. I'm a hater. Sometimes. I don't see. You I identify as a hater. I, I don't do. see union affiliation. I just see. Well, we got on these nice colored jackets. You can see there's a difference between us and him. He's not union. Yeah, yeah. We got I'm these nice colors here, rainbows. Yeah, you nice. Oh, you meaner than me. All right. You want to do one more piece of advice? Let's do it. Yeah, you want to do one? We got a couple. Like one more. We get the hell off here. Yeah. So please make sure to follow the pod. But I don't know though, pod. And oh, this this question is relevant to me, but I'm going to let y'all answer first. Uh, how should I respond when people ask, why are you bald? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? I'm still in my 20s, but as bald as Larry David and without a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> I really struggle with people feeling free to comment on it. Strangers, coworkers, and neighbors hit me with questions like, did your dad go bald early? And why don't you wear a hat? You look so much younger. And have you looked into hair transplants? And even, why are you bald? I'm never really sure how to respond to those questions. I've tried your advice. Wow. But I usually get something back like, what? I'm just asking a question. Don't be so uptight about it. Can you think of any follow-ups from the wow doesn't work? Y'all wouldn't ask Jada Pinkett that question. Ah. Ah. Damn, stay away from my wife. Yeah. What is Somebody run up and slap you. Keep my wife's name. Keep my wife's name <laughs> out your mouth. Somebody run up and slap you. What do you? Don't be talking to her like that. Um, so I, I'll start by answering like that. That just people don't have any respect for how men feel. Nah, and it's, cares. It, it is kind of interesting to watch. Like even with the Super Bowl, Rihanna performed. Yeah. Everybody was talking about her weight. Then people started being like, "Wait, can we say that?" And then it's like, nope, think about last year's Super Bowl. 50 was hanging upside down. Didn't nobody give a fuck. Nah, all he actually the, got a lot of people going, all like, oh, jokes, look how fat he got. All the me- yeah. That's what I'm saying. All the jokes and all the memes. But with Rihanna, it was like, you better not say shit. <laughs> and then people being like, oh, I jumped to say she was pregnant. Right, then but she pregnant. might not be pregnant. Right. Then other people, why y'all commenting on a yeah. woman's body? Because all y'all do is comment on men's bodies. Yeah, we, so we stop asking that man that. if he's bald or yeah. at least, you know, ask. So I, That's a fucked up thing to ask somebody. So if they asking invasive questions like that that make you feel a way about your, you know, what you're dealing with, then you go, hey, man, God can't give me everything. I don't think people should be asking anything because even if they, he did take your advice and get hair transplants, then the conversation goes, "Oh, hey, you got hair transplants." It's not, you're not supposed to be able to tell. I I went and well, got. That means it. he got he paid for a bad job. So you being the bald guy in the room, mm-hmm. do people ask you that shit? Is that? I don't think you get those questions. I don't get those kind of questions. But when I didn't, when I was fighting the baldness and I was trying yeah. to get waves and do all that stuff, people were like, "Man, your hairline is kind of like going far back." Like I could. You had the Burton Ernie. I going sure down. did. I had the V. It the was like, buddy, let the it go. But I, I think God can't give me everything. Is a good is a good retort. Yeah. Like you can. That implies that hey, look, yeah, I I'm got pretty height. good, but I like, couldn't I, get the I, hairline. What did the, the woman say to you the other night at the show? Well, oh, she started talking about skincare, right. and then she said, "I know he loves his skin because yeah. he keep touching his face." He keep face. <laughs> I was rubbing my beard. He just uh, likes skin. You had to. I know you was gonna bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that to say women just say anything to us. Uh, maybe. So I feel like these are questions well, women are asking. Or you just go like, like, "Why do you care so much? Do you want to help me out with that?" Like you want to, you want to get, you want to get my hairline back think, so that you don't have any more ball questions. Make like, them, make them shine. Put them on the spot. Every it's very expensive to that. get hair transplants, by the way. If you go to Turkey, it's still expensive. It's like, I'm, I'm bored with the turkey to do it. 
Yeah. Yeah, he got his hairline restored. He, he, he has to come back. He has, it's, a two, he has, it's a two step procedure. Do you, is your boy Akon? Because that's the only person I heard. That also on the Beijing train. Akon, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Akon. Akon did it, though. I look at old Akon videos and I'm like, yo, he really went OD. And he's rich. So there's no reason why you think be that. That shit looks bad. silly on top. It looks of silly. The Shiny as hell. Real. If the wind blow, that nigga yeah. gotta check the weather. Right. <laughs> he can't come out on a windy day. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. Nick, you in particular, give us a, a Nick's preseason or postseason prediction. How the Knicks wrapping up this season? He's a Knicks fan. We, we, we That's did. why he's wearing that color. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So, I'm a I'm a pragmatic person. With my Knicks, I think I'm glad that we are having a better season. I think the Jalen Brunson has been a great signing. He's a really good point guard, and he's helping us make the difference in wins between how we played last year. However. I'm not going to go crazy and off and jump off the wagon and be like, oh, the Knicks are a title contender now. I don't believe that. So I think we'll get into the first round, probably make it a competitive series with the upper seeds, whether it's Philly or the Cavs, because it looked like we're going to be six or five, you know, worst case scenario, seven, and we're playing. So I think, yeah, first round expectations is what I get. We'll give them a tough series, but we're not there yet. As I team. think y'all. But we're getting better. We got good players. Y'all getting to the second round. No, we're not. Hold on. We're not I, being Philly. I like that y'all are finally showing Julius Randle some love. Mm -hmm. I get mad at him. I'm like, he's he's the I, only person not to be mad at. He's here. still he's still a, a, a bozo, but he's putting. But up he stats. met the challenge in New York. Why y'all so tough? He's not a he's not he's not a superstar, but he's being y'all uh, boo Porzingis before he ever played a game. Mm -hmm. Y'all boo poor Daniel Jones twice before he ever threw the damn football. I'm from Indiana. We nice to all our draft picks. Hey man, look when you tell the Garden you do this, <laughs> yeah. I don't forget that. And but I don't, you don't, and I don't, and I don't forget you. Before they and, start the job. No, but this that's year three. He did this. He was on the team year three seasons three, and couldn't take the pressure of who? losing. Porzingis? Randall. Julius he was on that was last year was his third season. I don't care. Listen, right, when you tell the garden thumbs down, when you act mentally frustrated and you be pouting, and I seen your body language be horrible, and you don't play defense when you need to be. And but you have free reign to shoot shots because of your CAA oh, affiliations. Cut it out. I'm sorry. He's the only one that he's a he's a talented player, but I can't. Hold on, listen, hold on. IQ wise, he's not there, and I and oh. the superstars have the talent, the skill, and the IQ. IQ. He ain't got the IQ. Oh, you know you pay attention to IQ. The IQ and no actual yeah. actual talent. He's not a smart right. player. We, we gotta wrap this I up. I got so nothing. Let's, let's first round, first round. We a first round team. I got Second nothing. Round, I'm, I'm, I'm a Nets fan, a and we just lost our team. So next year for the Nets. I think they can still make the play in. Uh, they up. They're ten games over five hundred. You still got wiggle room. Uh, maybe, but I think the one team I think that's the dark horse. The noise talking about the Sacramento Kings. That that team, y'all sleeping on that team. That's man. my Sabonis from Indiana. Yeah. So I'm they got Fox and Ox now. They killing it out there right now. They yeah. just want some I triple overtime game. Kept De Fox. I, I want to see a Bucks versus Suns NBA Finals. I would love a KD versus Giannis, a rematch mm. 2021. Mm. Uh, that's what I was that's good, what I got for the finals. Good playoff series right. between the Bucks and Nets. All right. But let's wrap it up. Yeah, so Shout listen. out the handles. Shout out to Nick Alexander for popping up. Nick, let them know where they can find you again. Yes, one more time. At Nick of Comedy. Nick of Comedy on all your social platforms. My name is Nick Alexander. He give out some great skincare tips on his Instagram. Hey, Amen. You know. Follow uh, me. If you want to follow me, uh, Avery Mason Official on Instagram. The Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil, where, where can you? I am Phil Hunt. That's P-H-I-L-H-U-N-T. If you can't spell at I am, I don't want policy. your dumb ass following me. Uh, <laughs> Are you still follow, spreading propaganda? Follow. Oh, that's all I do. Uh, yeah. Follow the podcast page at But I Don't Know Though Pod on we, Instagram and YouTube. And on YouTube. Please. And last but not least, thank you to our show sponsor for today, Magic Mind, because you set us up, man. I don't got to drink coffee no more. Now I can and just drank this in the morning. Thank you, Tiana. 
and the good people yes. here at WTF Studios. Yeah, another man. episode. Lovely spot. We're gonna have a link. If you wanna buy some Magic Mind, at the end of this episode, we're gonna have a link you can click. And that's our link that refers you to Magic Mind so you yeah, can buy some of it and get yourself. Code. Yeah, use our promo code. It'll be right here at the bottom somewhere in the lower third, right down here where this table is. And click that, buy some Magic Mind. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> Something Actually, it didn't taste that.